Happy Tuesday! My name's Nick. And my name is Alan. And welcome into, into the, the dungeon. dungeon. Two shrubberies had just finished defeating these three monstrous insectoid-like beasts that sprayed acid. You managed to keep William safe with most, if not all, of your magical spells. And that's where we pick up off today. You finally made it to the loggers' camp. You fought and defeated three of these beasts. And William's cart had sort of toppled over and there's you know, all the supplies you, you were bringing to the loggers' camp sort of strewn all over the place and you had unhitched William from his cart so he's he's currently standing with you guys cartless and that's where we left off you haven't really explored the camp per se you were sort of ambushed as you walked in so it's over to Shrew and his shrubberies what are you guys doing? well we were trying if I remember we were trying to well we were trying to make our way to the log cabin there was a log cabin around yeah that's correct and we were trying to make our way there before we were very rudely ambushed by the third uh, insect thing. So I wanna I wanna stay off the path. Is there a path leading to the actual log cabin? Yeah, there is. There's a path that leads up. So if you don't want to go on the path, you would have to go through what looks to be the remains of an old cabin. That's directly in between the camp you're in now. And the log cabin. And do these remains look like the, the cabin has been destroyed recently or? Give me a, an investigation check as you're sort of eyeing this place up. You can roll with advantage because there's more than one of you looking around. Okay, good. Eh, 12 total. 12, so yeah. As you're looking and eyeing up the, these ruins, they don't look like they're recent. They don't look like they've been caused by these creatures. The destruction of this cabin seems to have come from the top down, so like it's collapsed. So you can see that there's a stone foundation and what looks to be a ruined fireplace with the the chimney has sort of like crumbled and almost collapsed over the, the whole of these foundations. There's no signs of anything having burst through it. Okay, so I want to cut through that. I want to go through those ruins and straight to the other log cabin. Okay, so you're just walking straight through. You're not. You're not going to search the camp you were just in. Or no, these ruins. Sorry, no. I. I don't really want to disturb anything else. I mean, I don't. That might have been the last one, or it might not have been the last one. So I don't want to dance with any more insects, if you know what I mean. Okay, so you make your way through, through these ruins, and you now stood in front of this cabin, which appears to have a, a wooden floor, you know, like a like a porch with these steps leading up onto it. And you see, you now stood in front of the door. Who's who's at the front here? Is this still Fabian? Well, last episode we finished straight after the fight, if I'm right. And that rhymes. Um, but that means that I'm still on Berthold. That's correct. And that Fabian is actually riding on me like a mighty steed. That is correct as well. 
So in this case... Are, are you still sort of show-pointing your way up to the... Yeah, that's that's where we left off, actually. I was show... Like, I was doing the, that kind of canter, sideways canter thing, like... With my kind of chest puffed out, like a proud show-pony. And I was kind of making my way to Fena, you know? So I suppose after we've regrouped, I kind of lead the group through this with this ruined house and straight to the log cabin. So it would be me with Fabian on me first. Okay. Two dwarves in the middle. And Fenner holding up the rear? Fenner and... Where's William in all this? Fenner would have William by the lead, for lack of a better term. I don't know what you call it, the tether. She would be kind of escorting William, but she'd be last. Okay. So you're now at this door? Which is going to be a, a tight squeeze for you in, in bear form. Okay, sorry. I'd like, you know, I I, I wouldn't have to say anything because I'm in bear form, but I kind of turn around <laughs> towards Fenna, kind of indicating like t- maybe tether William up outside if she can find like a log or not a log, but you know a ban- balustrade or something like that. Yeah, there's a fence just you know just in front where there's like logs piled up, so she can tie him up there. She sort of nods in acknowledgement of your bearish request and she goes and, and tethers William up. Alright, so I try to continue in. So you're going to try and open this door in bare form or? Oh, so it's closed, the door. Yeah, the door is closed. Right, so I kind of lean forward so that Fabian from the top of my back can can open the door. Okay, yeah, so he opens this door, swings inwards. There's an eerie silence in here as well as the, there has been across the whole camp. And... You're sort of looking into this small hallway. It's not a big cabin from what you've seen from the outside. The room you're currently in now is about 30 feet and it's like an L shape. So you can see that to your immediate left from where the door is, there's just five feet before you before you see the, the end of the cabin with its window. And as you turn to your, your right, you see that it extends 25 feet. You can see that there's another door there that's closed and from the position you're in you can see that the this part of the room forms an L shape and I'll say that you can kind of see into that other little area where you can see that there's a fireplace and two windows one on each side of the of the room you can also see that it's it's a wooden floor and that it's cluttered with all sorts of logging equipment you know saws leather harnesses for climbing trees hammers chisels all that sort of stuff Alright, so I think I'll turn right towards the other door. I'm not seeing anything, anyone, anything unusual in this room right right now. So I'm gonna go through the corridor up to the other door to my right and try and enter through there. So you all go in? Norbus, Dazzlin and Fenner is all with you guys? Yeah, yeah. Okay, so you squeeze in. This, this door's clearly not built for hulking bears like you are in your shrew form. And you start walking across, you know, sort of carefully not stepping on the tools and as you and Fabian you know with Fabian sat on top of you walks through through this room and you're you're now almost stood in front of the door you hear this rumbling and clattering and splintering of wood the tools that were laying across the floor now are sort of being tossed across the room and this familiar looking creature oh God. bursts <laughs> out from Again. under the wooden floor damn you in between Fenner, Dazzler, Norbus, and you and Fabian. So we've been separating? 
Yeah. As you've walked across, this thing has just burst through the floor. Damn. So I'm going to need you to roll for initiative. They're everywhere. Nice and early in this episode, getting straight into the action. Okay, so I'm rolling for me first. Shrew. Yep. How would this work, though? If Fabian is in top of, on top of me, does he move at the same He'd have his own initiative. He can decide to jump off or he can swing right. from, from top of you. Okay, for me it's 11 plus 2, so 13. Fena. There we go, natural one. Fabian. Alrighty, keeping it sweet. Natural two. <laughs> <laughs> then I gotta do Norbus and Dazzling as well. And yeah. Yeah, Norbus and Dazzling. Yeah, William's out of this. Yeah. Norbus is 16, plus zero, I believe. And Dazzling, a natural 20. Nice. What a waste of natural 20 on Dazzling. So as fate would have it, Dazzle and Norbus will actually be kicking things off in this combat. You know what they're going to do. They've been given their instructions before. And through this commotion that you're hearing, you know, the, the wood splintering and the tools being tossed everywhere, uh, Dazzle and Norbus sort of giving out a panic yelp as they, they bolt out of, the, out of the log cabin. You hear almost like a whimper coming from behind the door. A humanoid sort of... <gasps> so Dazzle and Norbus take their turns and flee the the log cabin and it's actually over to to this creature now i'm gonna ask you to roll me a d4 just so that i know which which prey it's gonna go for first it's a two that's a two okay so as this hulking beast erupts from the the floor its eyes are firmly set on fenner oh, come on the squishiest of us all and he's gonna he's opening his mouth up wide you're smelling this familiar acidic smell that you've you've now seen few times now so you know what's coming and actually i'm gonna need fenner to make a dexterity saving throw that's 18 plus 1 19 fenner saves a dexterity throw she takes four acidic damage not too bad not too bad could have been much worse much much worse and with that now it's actually over to shrew nice you say the whimper the whimper i heard from the door we were heading towards right that's correct okay i want to try and bite this creature yeah, 17 plus 4, I believe, hits. Yeah, it certainly does. That's a 3 on the d8 plus a 4. So 7 total damage from my bite attack. Now I want to move over to my claw attack. Okay. That's a natural one, but I can't roll natural ones. So here we go again. That's your second natural one already. Yeah, a natural one, a 2. I did roll a natural 20, useless as it was. Well, it got dazzling out. Yeah, at least he said it is. It's game for now. That's a 12 plus 5, 17 to hit. Yeah, that will hit. Good. Ooh, not bad. 10 plus 4, that's 14 damage. Okay, so this creature shrieks out in pain as you've dug your teeth into its upper shoulders and then slashed across its face with your your claws. Is Shrew doing anything else? No, no, I'm just staying there for now. Okay, so with that, it's over to Fabian. Fabian, from on top of Shrew, is going to slash down using both his hands, using the sword he carries. Okay. That's a seven to hit. Yeah, that misses. He's not used to riding bears and wielding his, his long sword. No, I don't think he's used to riding bears, period. <laughs> <laughs> Let alone fighting on them as well. But yeah. So yeah, he's trying to slash as Shrew is sort of bitten into this creature and then slash with his claws. He's trying to maintain his balance, swings and misses the, the top of this creature's head. Is Fabian doing anything else? No, he's staying there for now. Okay, so it's over to Fenner then. Fenner's going to cast... 
Sacred Flame, a go-to spell, a go-to cantrip, and that means you need to make a dexterity saving throw. That's a big old three. Nice. Takes full damage. That was 1d8, correct? Yeah. Way to go. It's uh, an eight. So yeah, this creature's looking quite hurt now. Okay, roll me a d6. That's a one. So this creature's still got its gaze firmly on on Fenner. He's going to lunge down with its claws or pincer-like appendages. Don't know what's worse, the vomit or his lunges. Okay, so that's a 12 plus 5, 17. That would hit. Most definitely. It would hit almost anyone, let alone a poor gnome. So Fenner takes 8 slashing damage from these pincers. And is she grappled? And an additional 5 acidic damage. Floating total, yeah? Yeah, that's correct. And you can see now that this creature has her actually in its its pincers. Damn. Dazzler and Norbus, you don't know what's going on there outside. They would have gone before this creature anyway. So it's Shrew's turn? It is Shrew's turn. Shrewby-dooby-doo! I'm going to... <laughs> I'm going to do... I'm going to bite, bite it again and then follow with the claws, you, as usual. As you've said, shrewby-dooby-doo, you know at some point you're going to have to turn into a dog. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that'd be cool. A mastiff, actually. A mastiff with a, a big red moustache. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I need to do more animals. Very good, 19 plus 5. Yeah, that hits. Not very good, 2... Plus four, six. Still, still some damage. Yeah, this creature looks seriously wounded now. Its grip on Fenner, loosening ever so slightly. Gonna try and finish it off with my claw. Yeah, I'm not. It's ten total. Yeah, that doesn't do it. (laughs) So yeah. You got overconfident. Yep, that's my turn. So over to Fabian. Fabian, seeing as I wavered and missed in my last attempt to, to knock it down, is gonna make sure that this one hits. He's going to concentrate and strike true into its heart. Or not. <laughs> <laughs> that was poised for an epic roll, but no, it's a two. So no, he doesn't yeah. hit. He's, he's looking rather uncomfortable on, on Bear Shrew, you know, with Shrew sort of positioning himself and raising himself up with the claws and lunging with the bites. I mean, Fabian's comfortable on a horse, clearly not as comfortable on a, on a bear. So he tries to strike true through this creature's heart. And as this creature recoils from from Shrew's bite and twists to face this strange-looking bear with a a red moustache, Fabian's sword just sort of lunges, misses, and comes back as he's ready for for his next turn. Very good. But that's his turn. But what he's going to do is going to dismount the bear as he swears under his breath doing so. And he's going to stand next to not, not getting out of the reach of the creature. Staying within reach, but he's standing now next to Bear, Bear Shrew. Okay, so he, he jumps down, dropping a few F-bombs as he does. <laughs> Sword ready, he now looks more confident and more sure of himself as he's on on firm ground. Let's hope it's not too late. And with that, it's over to Fenner. What's Fenner going to do? Is she going to try and break this grapple? or is she? No, she's from where she is, she's just going to cast Sacred Flame again on the creature and try and kill it. What better way to escape from a grapple than killing the thing that's grappling you, right? Yeah, it could be an epic, an epic escape. Natural one. Yes. So, yeah. How does Fenner want to do this? Well, Actually, no, uh, you need to roll for damage first. Yeah, before. yeah. So it's more than one, I see. That's a very respectable seven. Yeah, that will do it. Yes. So, yeah, just Fenner. This point is dealt with three already. This is the fourth. When it's just one on one, 
we're kind of faring faring quite well against them. So she, you know, very calmly casts sacred flame on the creature, which begs the question: Am I am I in the same space as a creature? Is Fenna in the same space as a creature? As she casts this, Fenna is in the same space as the creature. So would she have to roll a dexterity save? No, I'll, I'll say that because he's grasped he hasn't started his next turn yet, so he hasn't pulled her towards his mouth. So I'll say that she's not quite in the same space. Okay, so in that way, she casts the spell calmly onto this creature and just knows the outcome. She's, she's confident. So yeah, this radiant magic penetrates through this creature's skull, and you sort of see the head explode, and then the abdomen explode as the two appendages that were holding Fen in place drop to the floor with Fen still in them. And that brings the battle to an end. Cool. I, as Shrew, as the bear, walk up to, to Fenna and kind of bite at the claws that are holding her and take them off her, like, you know, free her from Pincer's grip. Yeah, you managed to do that. Oh, Shrew, I think we need to be a little more careful as we, we explore. And I kind of nuzzle her with my nose. Oh, oh, your moustache is quite tickly. I wonder if these, if these creatures, give me an intelligence check for them. One. <laughs> I wonder if these creatures come from underground. That <laughs> <laughs> was true in his bathroom. And I turn around and start like nodding with my head and with my nose towards the door where I heard the sound come from, the whimpers come from. I still need to practice those best. <laughs> they suck. Okay, so I think Shrew is telling us to to open that door, perhaps. <laughs> but yes, I, I agree, Fanna, we need to be a little a little more careful. I wonder if they are if they're sensing us from underground. They seem to always pop up exactly where we are. Maybe we need to test out the area first before walking into someone new. So Fabian walks up to the door, tries the handle, the handle's locked, and you hear again this whimpering from the Who it is? Who it is? No, no, you, you can't eat me. And you hear, like, the movement of, of furniture and things from beyond sort of being piled up against the door. I kind of turn around to my party and I'm like, take, take this conversation. <laughs> so I cannot talk to this person. I turn around and I'm like... <laughs> I get kind of gesture with my paws, like... <laughs> okay, so Fena walks up to the door. Hello? Is there somebody in there? Is that... Is that Taibo? Cyber, is that you? Yes, it is me. Who, who it is? Are you Harbin's men? Is it safe? I, I'm not coming out there if it's not safe. Yeah, well, we've killed four of those strange creatures. I, I assume you're hiding from those. Yes, yes, I, I hid from them. We were in the camp, the you know, cut in the wood, and four of these monstrosos beasts. Uh, I managed to just get away with my life, but I don't know where, where my women are. I locked myself up in here to, to keep safe. How many of these have you killed? We've killed four. And you, and you are sure that there's no more there? There's none. No, I, I can come out. Well, uh, if you saw four, we've slain four. Yeah, why don't you just, you know, unlock this door and 
we've got some supplies for you from from your half-brother, from Harbin. But, you know, um, they might not be in top condition. They may have been strewn across the, the camp. In fact, I, I believe they still are. And you hear this, um, you know, the, the furniture being pulled away. Okay, at this point, after hearing that conversation, I want to drop my bear form, thinking that we've already dealt with whatever creatures were in hiding. He saw four, we've killed four, so I'm confident that I won't need my bear form again, and I drop it. So after a few minutes of hearing this furniture being dragged away from the door, you hear the as the, the lock is unlocked, and the door swings open, and you see this rather short, heavy-set-looking man. He's got quite a round belly. He's wearing a, a hood with some furs on it. You can see this green coat again with this fur coming round the, the top of his shoulders. He's got quite a round face, quite a heavy set, crooked nose, wisps of long, straggly brown hair coming from underneath the, the hood he's wearing. He's also got these thick, heavy set eyebrows and these wide open brown eyes as he's looking, looking at you with his shaggy beard and slightly tanned skin. Oh, I see we found the handsomer of the two Wester brothers. <laughs> You're too kind to yeah. see me. My brother is not, uh, he's not as good looking as me. No, no. What, uh, what I do see is that hiding behind doors runs in the family. Well, you know, we have to keep safe here. Of course, of course. Otherwise, who's going to get the wood from here to, to Neverwinter and to yes. Fandalin? Yes. My brother? No, he stays in there playing mayor. Yes, he's, he's quite the... Quite a coward. Not you, of course, uh, risking your life out here in the woods. Very valiant. Ah, I'm glad you see it, my friend. You you came from Harbin? Yes, yes, we were we were asked to come here and deliver, uh, like Fabian said, the, the goods we brought from from, from the Provisioner in Fandalin. Ah, see, uh, Barfan. Barfan, yeah. Yeah, we brought the provisions, uh, but... We had a little accident, as you can see. Um, as you know very well, these creatures attacked us, and and the provisions are laying ar- ar- across the the camp as we speak. But they should be in good condition, good enough for you to use. Um, there's not much to. I don't know. You did. There were a lot of dead bodies back in the forest. My men. I, I you saw my men. I don't know if they were your men, but if you were ambushed there, you escaped. I should think they were your men. Ah, this, this is not good. You know, first we had the, the damn orcs come come here and we managed to, to scare them off. We caught one sneaking, you know, he was sneaking through the camp. Really? We, we saw him, yeah, by the ruins uh, out there, the, the old cabin. What? what? And, and now these strange creatures, they, they, they appeared out of nowhere, you know. Well, it, it just was... Just days after these damn orcs. It was probably the orcs' work, wasn't it? Hmm, probably. But what a what an odd, uh, not party my my brother has sent. Well, my half brother, I should say. We share the the same mother, but different fathers. Oh, so you're not Wester? No wonder. Well, I uh, he had, uh, his father adopted me. You know, my father was a sailor. He came from uh, maybe too much information, but uh, he came, you know, on a ship from this place called uh, Carpia. I don't know if you've ever heard of it across the sea. Carpia? Hmm. No, I don't think I have. Sounds like a a nice place, though. Well, yeah, yes, it is. But um, but anyway, I, I digress. But usually, you know, my my brother he sends. Uh, I don't mean to offend you, but he usually sends, you know, 
Strong brothers. Uh, <laughs> strong brothers. Yes, you you know uh, guards. Um, strange to see a, a gnome, a halfling, and a, and a human, but eternally grateful for for your assistance. Well, we didn't knock over for for creatures that decimated. Yeah, that's a bit insensitive, but uh, so they were go- they were gone then. Well, except you, I think you might want to check it out yourself, but I wouldn't recommend it. Aye, this is not is good. So let's say it is true. All your all your crew are unfortunately perished. What are you to do? Are you to stay here, rebuild by yourself, or no, no, on my own? No, I I don't cut the wood. What do you do? You know, I I'm the I'm the hefe here. I'm the boss. Oh, I control. I control the the camp. Okay. So uh, oh, I'm gonna have to go back to to Neverwinter to look for for new crew. But I have to, I have to go and have a look first. You know, maybe one of them is still alive. See, see, if there's anyone there? Listen, we'll go with you that way. But we were supposed to bring provisions back to, or materials back to, your brother, your half brother, Harbing. He wants to build defenses in Fandling. He wants to protect Fandling from an incursion of orcs, one that is imminent. I must add. Orcs as well down there. I see. I, I'd heard something about some dragon as well. Yes, there's Crazy orcs world. everywhere displaced by this dragon. And on top of that, there's even what looks like more intelligent orcs, for lack of a better term. And I think they are the ones responsible for this. And again, I think they are trying to kill us. They are always one step ahead of us. That's not good. It's not good. Not good at all. But they, you know, my brother, he doesn't think very, very well. He wants to defend Fandalin. Fandalin is nothing. What do you mean? What he should do is get his ass, his fat ass, all the way down to Axholm. Axholm? Yes, Axholm. What is Axholm? Axholm. Holm. Holm. Axholm. Axholm. Sorry, your accent is quite thick. Yes, well, I I got it from my... I think I got it from my father's side. I spent some time in Carpi as well. You ever there, they they do some really good food. Really? Yes, yes. They do this thing called... Sausages? Yeah, they have some sausage, but they're, they're a bit spicy, you know. Uh, they're red, not brown. Mm. Picantes, a bit spicy. Spicy sausage? I haven't had the the pleasure of trying one of those. Mmm, spicy sausage. But if you if you ever there, yeah, you, you try the spicy sausage. Why are we talking about food? But anyway, um, but yes, you have to try the specialty. It's a kebab. Yeah, oh, it's delicious. It's lamb. You know, very, very nice lamb. You can get it in, in like a flatbread, but... Don't get it with the tomato sauce because you, you know, you it gets mushy and tomato sauce. Yeah, but uh, anyway, why am I talking about carpe? I don't know. I'm, I'm hungry. Why? You can see, I, I do like my food. So do I. So do I. Now I am hungry. But anyway, there's strategy among us. There's there's weird things going on, and we are not we're not making haste. But it's okay. If you're with me, it's fine because uh, I survive. I always find a way. So do I. Anyway, uh, Axholm. Axholm is this dwarven fortress. It's not far from Thundering. Maybe, you know, uh, maybe a day's ride. It was uh, abandoned long, long time ago. But we, you know, last time I was with my brother, we spoke about this. If there's ever danger, you know, Thundering, it's a small town. Uh, difficult to defend. What's he going to do? Build, you know, a stone wall around it in a few days and a few weeks? It's crazy, stupid. He, he doesn't know anything. He knows nothing, uh, Harbin. What you should do is evacuate the, the town to, to Axon. Um, you know, maybe somebody like you can go a bit before, open it up, 
have a look around, make sure no walks are there or there's you know, any creepy crawlies like these things. And then get the town there, it's safer, quicker. This is going to take, you know, you guys have seen all four of these creatures. Um, I, I don't think you have a problem. Do you think? That's the, the best idea. Stupid Harvey. I, I should be the mayor, not, yes, not him. Yes, I agree. I most definitely agree. You've talked more sense in two minutes than Harbing has been talking on in the past two weeks. Ah, well, you know, I got the looks and the, and the, and and the, the brains. brains. I can see that. Do you think Harbing would listen to you? Who's a, who's the eldest brother here? Hey, Harbin, Harbin is well, the eldest. Well, who's the buffest brother here? That's what matters. Well, I, I perhaps... Uh, more rotund, but... No, anyway, my, I have to look after my business. No, I'm no, not no, a mayor. No, no, no. I'm going to go back to Neverwinter. No, no, no. I... I'm going to get more men. No, but listen, I'm, I'm not saying you become the mayor, no. But you need to... I, Harbin won't listen to me. You need to convince him to, to do as you say. I'll go, I'll check that axe home and see that it's safe. But you need to convince him to go back to it. I don't huh? think... I, I doubt very much he'll listen to me. He's he's now got some new recruits from from Neverwinter, some gods, and he thinks he's untouchable. <laughs> it sounds like Harbin. I can write you a letter, you know, with my seal and my... No, I want you to to go there and give it's him a... two days down there and then two a, days a back. Willy then... Or give him a wedgie or, or do something. Do something and and kind of convince him. No, you, you just tell him. You tell him that we always spoke that if there's trouble, he's probably forgotten. He's there, there's a dragon. Hmm. I've heard from people coming this way, there's a dragon. There's these strange creatures, I don't know if they are in Fandalin as well. There's these damn orcs. Hold on. Uh, there's been loads of boars as well, and we try to hunt the boar to, you know, to eat, but uh, they, they, they're so quick, we when can't did, get them. When did you say you saw the orc uh, sneaking around? A couple of days ago, two days. Two days ago, two days ago. We saw him, we chased him away. And then the day after, you know, we realized that one of these creatures burst out of nowhere. But it was only one, and we we ran away. Then nothing happened, and we, we went about our business, you know, cutting cutting wood and lumber and, and bring it back to camp. And yesterday we were we were there, and, and suddenly four of them, cuatro, four. <sighs> I had to get out, otherwise who's going to run this camp? Hopefully there's one or two of my men still alive, but uh, I don't know when. Hmm. Hmm. I, I've got to say I'm, I'm, I'm deeply sorry. I, I keep. The more I hear you speak, the more I believe that all of this is my fault. I believe these orcs knew we were coming here, and lay, laid a trap for us. And in turn. No, I don't think it's a trap for you. Uh, the orcs. Has, yeah, I mean, we saw one here the other day, but you know they've. <sighs> how, how do you say in, in common here? They've been busting our boards. Hmm. Partiendo los cojones un poco. Hmm. Yes, yes, I understand. Partiendo los cojones. Yes. Hmm. So. Hmm. Well, I'll tell you what. I'll go back and, and see that if any of your comrades are alive, and I think I won't be needing your your supplies then. No, I, like I said, it's better if... Axon. Like we always have. Axon. Axon. What's he going to do? Build a... A fortress in, in a few days? No, no, that's preposterous. You, you need a whole army of, yes, of yes. masons and woodcutters and... Stupid, stupid. Um, so yeah, if if you're ready, if you want to, perhaps we should rest here for a bit. Yes, we... we... What time is it? What time? Let me, let me see. Is there a window where I can look out to see the sun? Yeah, well, there's no sun. There's uh, the moon. Oh, so it's night. Yeah, it's still night time. Oh, we, we arrived at night, right? Yeah. Okay, so 
Yes, yes, uh, the, the moon is still in in its midst of its journey through the sky. And do you have any beds here? Is this as big as your cabin gets? I think we well, can do... Well, this is more a storeroom and an office. Like, you know, the beds are outside, the tents. Poof. I don't know if I would be comfortable sleeping in the tents. Well, yeah, you can check the... Uh, adventures like you, you don't have bedrolls or, yes. or anything like that. You can sleep in here. Well, we have them strewn across the floor with the other supplies. We'll have to go and look for them. Yes, yeah, we can sleep here. Uh, actually, we can sleep in this office. All right, close the door. We put the desk back. Good. We're safe. Okay, let's do that. Let's let's just stay here. Then forget the bedrolls. We'll sleep on the... We'll, we'll rough it out tonight. No worries. Maybe some of us can keep watch. Just in case. No comes. Or whatever comes. Yeah, I hope no orcs come. You see any orcs here? No, no. But, you know, you did a few days ago. So we should keep watch. At yeah. least one of us. And I, I wish I could Take offer you some, some food, but uh, we've got very little left. Some some rations. Like I said, we were trying to to hunt, but the, the orcs get away the the prey. Then these beasts came out of nowhere. We've seen, like I said before, well, you know, we, we saw some of these boars, but we couldn't hunt them. And so I'm sorry, my hospitality is not very good. Oh, it's okay. Those boars were probably orcs anyway. Boars orcs? Yes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> An Yes, you know. It's they, an ockable. Well, yes, you know, they, they shapeshift. A shapeshifting boar? A shapeshifting orc. A shapeshifting orc? Yes. I think maybe you've been out, maybe one of those things hit you on the head. Maybe, maybe you're right. Maybe I'm seeing things. But regardless, we should be careful and see that we don't get ambushed in here. So okay, well, well, uh, come in, come in, come in. Let's, let's okay. lock the door. I, I feel more comfortable. Are there any windows in this office? Let me see. Yes, uh, behind me. You, oh, you yes. don't see it? No, oh, yes, yes, yes. I'm short, but I can see it. Um, I'll take the first watch. Uh, Shrew, uh, before we you know, before we make camp, perhaps we should go and get a, you know, a Dazlin and Norbis. They, they left the... They left this building before when that beast... Erupted. Oh yes, you're right. I, di- I didn't notice in, in the whole of the commotion, and I suppose we could maybe get William in here as well. Not in the office, but at who's, least... Who's this uh, dazzling novice? Uh, the, the no, two, William. The three other friends of ours. They left the room when we were attacked by this creature, because let's just say they're a bit more squishy than we are. And we yeah, we should invite them in. William can stay outside of the office, but within this building... He should be safe. Do you have any water? Uh, yeah, we have some water, but, uh, you know, again, uh, outside in the camp. Hmm. I don't want to risk the camp right now. Okay, we'll have to do with what we have. Um, and I'll go outside a second and call um, Dazzling Norbus and get William and bring him in. Okay, so you, you step outside and you see Dazzling Norbus cowering behind the, the hulking frame of, of William. They, they oblige and make their way into the, the lodge with you. Aishuru, is that, that beastie gone? Yes, yes, we, we took care of it. How many more of these things are we, are we going to fight? I hope not too many what? more. <laughs> I am beginning to think it was a mistake coming here. Well, you are the one that wanted to go off into the tomb, remember? What were you expecting, a picnic? Well, I wasn't expecting these, whatever these forsaken things are. We are in strange times, friend. Whatever, wherever we go, we're, we're going to find trouble. 
At least you, you're equipped. At least you have your armor and you at least... <laughs> yeah, I'm going to have to loosen this. It's a little a, tight. You're with the heroes of Thandalin. Shoes shrubberies. I will. Horse whisperer. <laughs> Horse whisperer? Yes, yes. Speak to horses, don't you know? Well, I've seen you turn into a bear, but... Shapeshifter. Horse whisperer. Sausage eater. Yes, I've got quite a few titles already. What else? There's a few more. There's a few more around there. But anyway, you'll, you'll be safe. You'll be safe. Especially tonight. We're huddling up in here, in this office of our fine friend, fellow friend, um, ah, you, you, Tybor. You found Tybor. Yes, yes, yes. Uh, he's there. We're going to keep watch. And we'll be fine. We're going to wake up tomorrow feeling fresh as a daisy. And we'll continue on this crazy adventure. Don't worry. Just come in. So with that, they, they follow you into the, the cabin, along with William. You guys walk into to the office, leaving William in the, the main room. And you guys, you know, you, they introduce themselves as does Tybo. And you each settle down into to a corner, shove the desk back in front of the, the door, along with the bookshelf and the little, you know, the little chest of drawers and stuff. You barricade in this 15 by 15 foot square room. And you guys rest against the, the walls, huddled up together. And you said Shrew was taking the first watch? That's correct, yeah. Okay, so everybody's bunkering down other than Shrew for this first watch. And your watch passes without any incidents. Okay, good. So I'll wake up Fabian. Let him have the next watch. Ooh, is it my turn already, Shrew? Yes, yes. It's, it's been an acquired watch for me, at least. Oh, my muscles are aching. My skin here feels a bit strange from that vomit thing, the, the beast. Oh, oh, you see him stretch. He sort of opens up his, his eyes wide now, slaps his face a bit to sharpen up. And his watch passes similarly with no incidents. Do we need one more watch? Oh, that's enough. I mean, if you're going for a short rest or a long rest? No, a long rest. He needs to... He needs to sleep now. He needs to sleep a bit more. So he'll go and wake. I'd say, yeah, I'd say a couple more watches. A couple of more. Yeah. He'll go wake Fenna up then. Okay, so he goes, shakes Fenna up from, from her sleep. Fenna at this point's had a good few hours now of uninterrupted rest. Oh, oh. I guess it's my watch. And again, nothing nothing happens there. Good. Would have I rested already my full hours, Shrew? I'd say Shrews will have had enough rest by now. So then Fenna would come up to me and... Knowing how we kind of proceed in these watches, wake me up again for the final watch. And again, this final watch goes without any incense. Good, good, good. So when I finish finish my watch and I see that everyone should be rested well enough, I imagine it's day now, early morning. Yeah, it's early morning. You see the, the dawn's breaking and the first glimmers of the sun are bathing the, the river that you, you can see through the window. In its light. It looks like a clear day for a change. And I think that's a great place to end tonight's episode. Being a bit different. Another one of those pesky pests. Pesky pests. And we got to meet a, a new and rather colourful character today. Yeah, yeah. He's, he's not a bad not, not not a bad apple. He seems <laughs> he seems a bit braver than his brother, at least. Yeah, but as uh, I think Shrew said, there seems to be something in the family behind or rather that runs in the family and hiding behind locked doors. Yeah, yeah, that seems to be ingrained in the family history. 
And yeah, it's a, a, a big, big episode for us. 20 episodes in. 2-0. 2-0. The big 2-0 in the bag. Yeah. It's been up to here. It's been a wonderful journey. We're still on the first campaign. We thought we might have already finished this one by, by the 20th <laughs> episode. We were thinking it was going to be more like a 10 to 15 episode campaign. Actually, at the very, very beginning, yeah. because I actually found the Google documents where we laid out our business plan for the first 10, 15 episodes. Um, we rather poorly judged that this was only going to take about three episodes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we, we, we obviously don't know ourselves yeah I, I suppose perhaps if you play it strictly as written and you know you don't do too much roleplay you can probably do it but you know we, we like our roleplaying over here and it's been an incredible journey 20 episodes in we've already survived as a new podcast beyond the odds yeah so far so good so and far so good yeah with a lot of hurdles we've had to jump over in between but we come out stronger yeah it's every been time a- so definitely been a steep steep learning curve yeah yeah it's all good here's to the next 20 for sure looking forward to it and don't forget to to follow us on our social media pages we're on twitter and instagram Uh, we also have a discord channel where you can join our growing community there and engage with us on a more personal level and all the links to that good stuff is on our website www.i2 the number two td.com that's right. You'll also find the links to Patreon and buy me a coffee there. So if you want to support us in that way, you can always go in there, check out the different tiers and see if anything interests you. And if you do uh, buy us a coffee, which in our case is a potion, um, it will have an influence in the game as well. The potion you buy us in the buy me a coffee <laughs> website <laughs> will translate to game and shrew and his shrubberies or whichever campaign we are playing at the time will in turn get a potion themselves to help them in the in the dangerous quests. Yeah, and it'll include a, a nice little shout-out to our kind donator. Yeah, in the form of a character in game or some, I don't know, yeah. see, a donator, someone that, you, like in, in this episode... Yeah, present we use them as the brewers of these uh, potions. The names appeared on the label. Yeah. Of the, of the potion, so. A nice little way to get involved and influence the game a little. Yeah, for sure. And that leads us now to the end of episode club, the last one standing, where we give you a little passphrase, which you have to insert into the comments in Twitter. You don't have to. <laughs> we don't make you do anything. <laughs> but if you want to, you can insert into Twitter or YouTube or come to our Discord and, and, and write it there. And that way we know you've been sticking with us to the very end. And we appreciate you very much for that. This week's password is... Oh brother. Oh brother. So there you have it. Just insert it, make a witty remark, or just insert it somehow in your comment. And we'll still need to recall that video that we will. We will eventually. Don't worry about that. It's coming, it's coming. It's coming. So yeah, without further ado... Thanks again for tuning in this week and hope to see you next week as we delve into the dungeon. dungeon.